There are some people that make their work just another thing they have to do. And there are those that make their work something that they want to do. Welcome to Working on Purpose with your host, Elise Cortez. In our program, we provide guidance and inspiration from those people who have found deeper meaning and personal connection to their work life. It's beyond 9 to 5. It's Working on Purpose. Now, here is your host, Elise Cortez. I'm your host, Elise Cortez, joining you live from Dallas, Texas, which is home base for me. If you've been tuning in for a while, you know this program is all about helping people create more meaningful and productive personal personal and work lives and equipping leaders inside organizations to cultivate meaning and purpose to elicit passion, inspired contribution, innovation, and persevering performance. I talk with my guests to draw out their experience and share my own experience consulting, speaking, and developing workforces across the globe. In these weekly conversations, it is my intention that you derive value you can immediately apply to your personal and work lives, so I invite you to listen in from that vantage point, and it is my fervent hope that you come alive with the possibility of living with passion, working on purpose, and seeing just how big and fulfilling your life and work can be. And if you do catch fire, as I like to say, and I want to leave you hanging without a support line, your call to action is to contact me via email. Might as well write it down now. It's Elise at EliseCortez.com. Or use the contact me feature on my website, EliseCortez.com, to message me. And then tell me how I can help you, whether you want to join the distribution list to stay informed of these radio show topics, you want to learn about joining a Catch Fire online inspiration, accountability, or mastermind community, or you want information on my purpose-driven leadership programs for individuals and companies. We'll get you taken care of. Back to the content. With us this week is Sherry Schwartz, co-owner of the Carpet Maven in Woodbridge and Machuchin, New Jersey, with her husband, Leon. Sherry is the author of Are You Love?, a book now available in Kindle and paperback formats on Amazon. In this special holiday program, we'll be talking about her unique spin and celebration of Christmas and Hanukkah, her work as a decorator and in, in, in window dressing and flooring, and just what she loves about it, and her recently released book, Are You Love? She's us today from Woodbridge, New Jersey. Sherry, welcome to Working on Purpose. Thank you very much. I am so excited to be with you. Well, I'm so glad that I was able to find you and the universe brought you to me, thanks to thanks to Marissa. And, you know, this show for me, because it's airing on Christmas Day, is meant to be a, a celebration of the holidays as well as still how does it connect with the rest of our lives. So I think we have a lot to talk about here. And it's the season to be joy, joy, joyous and jolly, and I think that's totally you, Sherry. You are a joyous and, and jolly person. So let's start by talking about the holidays, how you celebrate them, what they mean to you. And in your particular case, y- you have a very unique uh, take on the holidays because of your unique family dynamic that anchors you into both holidays. Tell us what I mean by that. I know what it means, well, but you tell us. Well. Thank you. Um, I'm married to a wonderful Jewish man who on Sunday will be 34 years. Um, So, you know, it's not fair to just celebrate one holiday. We need to celebrate both holidays. And we celebrate Hanukkah and we celebrate Christmas. Um, I, I... You know, I'm very, very much into decorating and and for the holidays, outside, inside, everything else. And uh, probably about 20 years ago, I went shopping and I bought a second Christmas tree. And my husband goes, you know, what is that? 
And right away, I had to think really quickly, and I said, it's a Hanukkah tray. And I went and I started decorating it with Christmas ornaments, and he saw it. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought it was supposed to be a Christmas tree. Well, I took the Christmas tree ornaments off, and I started to come up with some Hanukkah stuff. Except 20 years ago, I couldn't find Hanukkah ornaments, so I had to make things. And about 50 things on the, 50% of the things on the tree are homemade by me because, you know, I said Hanukkah tray, and I had to come up with Hanukkah ornaments for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now back up a little bit here. This is such a great dynamic, and it's a person who loves diversity and inclusion. So you told me on on the phone when we first spoke that you're Catholic, your husband's Jewish. Yes. Do you each attend your own respective services still? Uh, you know what? Um, I, I wish I could say we do. Um, no, no, we 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 are spiritually, um, but we don't we don't you know practice the every week thing. Um, we just um, we're both happy with with living our life and and treating everybody you know just in the, in the way that we are treated and and you know we learn to live our life. Beautiful. So no, we we um, thank you, and which yes. I think that that you know that kind of um, we gave that that thought to our daughter also. Oh, I think that's beautiful. I think that's gorgeous. What a great way to start this conversation, especially around the holidays. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about both the holidays, Sherry. So first, what does Christmas mean to you? Oh my God! Christmas to me is is the lights, is the decorations, it's the preparation all year for me. Um, you know, Sherry's making homemade Christmas cards all throughout the year. Sherry's <laughs> making decorations, wreaths. I mean, you know, this is this is what my my life, you know, revolves around. I like decorating. I like to show it. I, I you know, before Thanksgiving, I'm preparing so that my house is decorated for Thanksgiving with the Christmas dishes, with the trees up, and everything else. It's just it's a super super time of the year. Oh my gosh. So it's no surprise to me, as I said in the beginning, that you would be pretty much celebrating throughout the year by making cards. Now for me, funny you say cards, Sherry, that's my thing. I'd say that's the one thing that anchors me in Christmas is every year I write a, an annual catch-up uh, note letter, if you will, to everyone that's on my list and include that with uh, a, a card. Now, and then I write a little bit of handwritten something on that particular card to that person. Now, the bad news is my handwriting is terrible. And I'll usually get a few phone calls toward the end of the year saying, hey, Elise, thanks very much. I got your card. What did it say? <laughs> well, I have to be honest with you. I do, I do the letters. And sometimes I think, like, really, who cares about, you know, what's going on in our life? But do you know how many people throughout the year say that they wait to get that? And I, and I started getting my Christmas cards already, and people are writing on there, I can't wait to hear what's gone on all year um, so I can catch up on Marissa and, and you and Leanne and the business and, you know, whatever else is going on. So people do want to know what's going on, and I think it's great. I do, too, and that's exactly what I hear, too. People say, you write the best Christmas updates. I'm like, great, I'll keep them coming. Okay, (laughs) well, now, it is fun. It's fun. It's a labor of love, too. And you think uh, back on your whole year. I do, absolutely. In fact, I make a note of what all do I want to say and what do I want to share and all that good stuff. So that's, that's my focus for Christmas. Now, what about Hanukkah for you? What does that mean to you? Well, um, for Hanukkah, we go, we have the, the Hanukkah tree, which is about five and a half feet. And, um, you know, it's all lit up. I have all white lights on the tree, and I have uh, blue and silver balls. I have all homemade bows. I have dreidels that I've, that I've actually, I'm very talented with a glue gun, and I'm putting bows on the dreidels. Everything gets hung because, you know, they don't have things like this in the store. So you really have to be creative when you want to do a Hanukkah tree that's, you know, over five feet tall. Um, I have found 
things that have been very creative. Um, I had um, my needlepoint ladies in the class about, oh, 20, 20 years ago, 19 years ago, where I said, I need help. How do I make a Star David needlepoint? They came together. They wound up coming out with patterns for me, and my tree is loaded with the, the Star David needlepoints. So, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. Sherry can get it done. <laughs> I got that about you, my dear. I'm going to take just about a quarter of your energy and and add that to mine, and I can do anything. <laughs> it's, okay, it's just you know, you know what? To, to be honest with you, I just I like to make people happy. You know, Hanukkah. Um, we just went through the eight days. You know, the eight nights of of celebrating. I made sure I had my Hanukkah plates, my Hanukkah napkins. You know, we we lit the menorah. We have Manny the menorah, which which is a, a you know cutesy version menorah. Um, it's just it's fun, and every night there's a little different present. It, it's it's this is what life's about. Yes. Let's t- let's talk really quick about the, some of the things that you talked about there that might have some significance. I I know I think what a dreidel is, but I don't understand its, its significance. Um it's actually to play a game with. Okay. It is, it's 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 actually to play a game that with the children um you know used to play a game, but I actually took the dreidels and I and I put bows on them and I actually put them on the tree and stuff. So anything, you know, that that um signifies Hanukkah, like they have guilt, which is a, it's a coin. Usually it's a, a chocolate coin. You have ones that are, are you know, just um, little tin ones that are blue, minor blue. You know, I've, I've done that with the, with the glue gun, put little bows on that got, that, got that on the tray also. So whatever, you know, anything that I could find. And I will tell you, back like 20 years ago, they didn't really have, um, you know, teddy bears and little cutesy things like they have now with little yarmulkes on. I used to use caps from the milk containers and make little yarmulkes on little teddy bears (laughs) and different things for the tree. So, you know, crafty I had to be over the years just to make my hubby happy. Oh, I think that's so beautiful. Well, thank you. Okay, one more question about Hanukkah. Why silver and blue? Why those colors? What do they mean? Those, I honestly, those are their colors. I don't really know, you know, what it what it signifies. But um, I just figured, let me keep the tradition going. Absolutely. With it. And every time I post the pictures, I get all the likes, you know, from 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 the Jewish friends, from the Catholic friends. I'm okay. I'm doing everything right. You know, I don't want to show anything that it's Christmas. No reds, no greens. We're keeping right. the silver and the blue. I <laughs> got that. That's so gorgeous. I love that. Okay, I want to talk a bit about how you celebrate the season. And I, I, I loved this story, and I want you to tell it again, if you will, about your husband hanging lights. But how do you all celebrate the season? Um, well, we, we, we decorate a lot. We, um, we really do decorate a lot. Um, my, you have to understand, when you marry somebody who, who never celebrated Christmas before, they get very excited. You know, this Christmas tree, the Christmas lights on the house and stuff. And my poor husband, he didn't come from a family that hung lights on the house, so he didn't really know how to do it. So he got the ladder, he got onto the roof, and then he hung off the roof to put the lights on, on the house. And I got a call at the store saying, uh, Shari, I think Lan's going to wind up killing himself because he's hanging off the roof trying to put the Christmas lights on the house. <laughs> and I just thought, well, I can't close the store, so I hope he's going to be okay, and I hope those lights light when I get home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. How great that you can each contribute to each other's lives like that in a way that lights the other. I think that is as good as it gets, Sherry. I think it's beautiful. 
absolutely. It, it really is. Um, but you know, you know what? Not only that, our daughter did attend Catholic school, believe it or not, with the last name Schwartz. And my husband was there to wrap Christmas gifts. I mean, so it was, you, you name it, he was always there to do things. So everything has been a two-way street in our relationship, which, which you know, I think that's why it works. And I think we can all learn so much from you in that way, Sherry. Thank you for that. Another reason I wanted to have you on the show for this special program. So thank you. Now, in in addition to what we've been talking about so far about decorating, I think you told me that you decorate your window there at at Carpet Carpet Maven and that you've won awards. Yeah, you've won awards for this. We've won awards, I don't even know how many years. Um, we've done trains in the windows. That was the, like the greatest thing where we would go into Pennsylvania, go to Hershey, pick up a new train each year. Um, we've done so many different displays. So we had for the most beautiful, the most creative. Um, we've won different different things and, and it does it becomes an obsession and and you you know we're we're very where we we're very competitive i guess you'd say but we enjoy <laughs> it and and it's it's always you know for the community they would come they would see the train in the window um so that was in our woodbridge store in metuchen we went and i actually started with a train in metuchen as well um i just think it's nice you know it, there's nothing more than seeing children with their parents or children with their grandparents come to the window and look at the train going around i mean what could be better than that well, and I think it's beautiful that a big part of what you do is to give that joy to others, Sherry. I just think that's just you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely, I, I love what I do. And, you know, I'm fifth generation in Woodbridge. Um, I love to give back to the community. I really honestly do. It's, it's you know, it's who I am. It's my town. Mm-hmm. I got that. Now, speaking of that, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about with regard to the holidays is you told me that you and your husband, Leon, have started a holiday stroll, fire and ice, and you bring an ice rink onto the street. I'd love to hear how in the world this idea came about and what it's like to be part of. Well, um, this is going to be the first year with the with the ice ring, and actually the town now is taking over to do this, so it has grown to that you know to that um, uh, magnitude. But when we had first started, it was something as a way to say thank you to our customers and thank you to the community for patronizing. And um, it was you know we had Mr. and Mrs. Claus, and we had uh, Girl Scouts and and Brownie troops caroling up and down and cheerleaders, you know. And then then it took the next step where the street got closed, and it was a horse and buggy. Um, then we had it was um, uh, a game truck that came on and, and a photo booth and it grew it just kept growing and growing and growing now 20 years later the town is actually running the event that my husband and I we, we still go to and, and you know they have our input and everything but now it's becoming fire and ice it's called this is the first year where they're bringing an ice ring onto the street and they're going to have uh, the, the fire pits so you can toast marshmallows they'll still have the horse and buggy Mr. and Mrs. Claus Victorian style but but, you know, what pride we have, that something that we started, that where I used to bake for this event, it turned into something, you know, so big. It, it's, I mean, it's just a fantastic thing. I love everything about that, Sherry. I love everything about that. Now, how many people do you think normally show up? Any idea? Um, I will tell you that there are so many people that do come that I that I know my husband and I were like, you can't stop the horse and buggy ride one year because there were so many people in line and, and they were like, you know, but time is running out and we're like, just just keep it going, keep it going. We, we get a lot of people for that. We really honestly do. And it's a wonderful way to kick off the holiday season. Um, it's just, you know, it's again, you're seeing all the generations, you're seeing everybody, you're bringing them to the community. You know, it's just a wonderful way. 
I, I usually get teary-eyed with that event, too. It's amazing. It really honestly is. Isn't it wonderful when life moves us like that? Absolutely. And when you think that somebody, it doesn't matter to somebody, I would bake year after year after year for the, for the holiday stroll. And one year I said to my husband, I said, oh, I'm going to take an easy way out. I'm just going to buy everything. Really, nobody cares about my baking. And I had the brownie troops come in and I overheard one of the little girls say to the other little girl, you know, this is the lady that always has homemade goodies for us. She has cupcakes, blah, blah, blah. And I, I got like so upset. I'm thinking, oh, why did I go to take the easy way out? You know, that changed from then on. I continued baking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great! Now, what's the name of this uh, of this event called? The actual proper name. This is name? actually the holiday stroll. It's this a holiday is, stroll the holiday in, in Woodbridge. In Woodbridge, and uh, this year the event is fire and ice. Okay, and what's the actual date? Uh, it's actually the rain date is this Saturday, the fifteenth. Okay, so December all right. 15th. Okay, all right. Well, let's grab our first break, Sherry. It's, it just goes so fast. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. We've been on the air with Sherry Schwartz, co-owner of The Carpet Maven in Woodbridge and Matuchin, New Jersey, with her husband, Leon. Sherry is the author of Are You Love? She joins us today from Woodbridge, New Jersey. We've been talking a bit about Christmas and Hanukkah, what they mean to her and how she celebrates. After the break, we're going to talk about her joy of the work that she does and how she's connected to it and brings everything she has into that life as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now... Back to Working on Purpose. If you're just joining us, my guest is Sherry Schwartz, co-owner of The Carpet Maven in Woodbridge and the Chuchin, New Jersey, with her husband, Leon. Sherry is the author of a book called Are You Love?, which we'll talk more about a little bit later in the program. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. So, Sherry, before the break, as you know, we were talking about Christmas and Hanukkah. Now I want to talk about work. This is a show that's really anchored in how it is that we create meaning and and connection to our work. And you are just an embodiment of somebody who is in love with your overall life, including its work. So you're the co-owner of Carpet Maven. And who I don't know if Leon is the co-owner or if it's somebody else, but we'll get to that. And you do window dressing, carpeting, and are a decorator. So first, how did you get into this line of work? What's the story there? Well, actually, my husband got me into, into this line of work. Um, I first went to college to become a paralegal. I worked in a, um, a large corporation, international corporation. I did all their legal research, and um, I would come to the store, you know, half the, you know, part time coming to the store. And finally, got to the point where the business became so successful that my husband said, "I think it's time to come aboard full time." It took me eight months to finally pull the trigger um, because, you know, I, I thought I had what I wanted to do in life. I came aboard, and I have never looked back. Um, I am. 
thrilled with what I do for, for a living. Um, it's my life. And honestly, sometimes I feel guilty because I am so happy doing it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So how many years have you been in that business? Oh, it's almost 30 years doing this now. Mm, that's so great. And isn't it wonderful? Sherry, I meet so many people in my work and just my about the course of my life who, when I ask them, how's it going? How's, how are you today? They say, are, is it Friday yet? And mm-hmm. I just think that is such a waste of a precious life. And so the fact that you literally are joyously dancing through your days and love your work, I, I so applaud that. And that's another reason I wanted to have you on the show, because it's important for people to hear that people out there do exist. And this is something that they, too, can have. So you are a wonderful, inspiring example. Well, thank you. I, I actually really have a passion for decorating. Um, you know, if it's not my own home, um, you know, it's it's somebody else's. I mean, this is truly what I enjoy doing. My my weekend was spent doing house tours for the holidays, and and my you know, I'm my wonderful husband and my wonderful daughter came with me, and this is what I love to do. Mm. It's wonderful, and you can tell. See, when somebody when somebody's living a, a, a purposeful and fulfilled life, it just emanates from them like it does you, Sherry. You're just a great example of that. And I was so taken that when we spoke on the phone, you just said very matter-of-factly that you only take one vi- one week of vacation a year because you, you don't want to miss out on seeing any customers who might come by in your absence. How delightful. That's, that's it. We, we take the, um, you know, from Christmas to New Year's, that's the only time we take off. And, um, you know, I, I think people think when you own your own business, you can take off whenever you want. You can come in late, leave early. That's not how it goes. In fact, you, you work a lot more um, the before, the after, you know, uh, after the store hours and stuff. Um, but I love what I do. It doesn't feel like work to me. Well, let's talk about that. I One of the things that you said about what you love about your work, and I want to see if you can presence as much as you can in any other factors, is, is the social connection it gives you. Okay. Um, well, I will be honest with you that I have met some of my, my best friends started out as customers, and they have become friends. Um, this is also our social life. So, I mean, this when I tell you this, this is our life. You know, my husband and I get the wonderful life of working together. We raised our daughter in our business. You know, I mean, what could be better? I mean, you make friends, you socialize. This is this is your world. This is your life. Well, and I think I think that's beautiful. And so, what I I've been a researcher in meaning and work for quite some many years, as well as identity. And and so, that social connection is a big big part of of work for a lot of people. I'm not surprised, given just how I've met you and the, the the energy that you bring, that that would be an anchor for you. And I loved it when you said, well, what if we were gone and they, somebody came in and wanted to talk to us and we weren't there? <laughs> that actually did happen to us. One year we did close for vacation and there was somebody that actually did say, well, I couldn't wait. And I went some, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, we were coming back and I don't ever want to hear that again. So, you know, we, we tell people, you know, we're going to be going on vacation. If you need anything, you know, I'll even, if there's people that are thinking, well, maybe I'm going to want it in the next, you know, month or something, I'm already letting them know, you know, we will be closed for this amount of time. If there's anything, anything I can help you with. That's just what we do. That's the advantage, I think, of dealing with the owners, the mom and pop of the business. Mm-hmm. Well, and to your point, I can I can also tell you that I have made some beautiful friendships from my clients as well. It's a you get to know them, and you you do some important work together, and you're connected. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if it's, if it's not just making the friends, even the business contacts, you know, the socialization with the different events, if it's networking events, if it's chamber events, you know, um, we just have this, this, I don't know, this family that goes on because, you know, of who you meet and everything. Um, we, my husband and I, we run a car show for 23 years now uh, for Woodbridge. We've been doing that and what we, what our priority is with that. The proceeds go to a different charity or a different organization in the town. For the past six years, we've been giving out six scholarships to the three local high schools. From that, you meet other people. You know, to, to have parents come up to you saying, thank you. Thank you for not only, you know, running the show, but then to, to turn around and give the scholarships. That's what it's all about. I really get that, Sherry. I And I really, what I appreciate too and wanted to share about your story is it occurs to me that you have created, you've threaded together all of these, no pun intended, by the way, you've threaded together all of these elements in your life that just make for a beautiful fabric that all fits. Well, thank you. And it's absolutely true. Um, sometimes I wonder what I, what I did so well in life to, to get blessed by, by the life that I have. I'm very, very fortunate. I'm very happy. Um, I do feel bad when people have, a, you know, a, a job that they're not happy with their career that they're not happy with, because Honestly, we're very happy together working, uh, you know, raising our daughter. She, she has her business sense because of, you know, being raised in the business. Um, I, I couldn't imagine having a different life, to be honest with you. It's so great. And speaking of that, I know to that today you were given an, an, a very important award. So tell us about it. Yes. We, um, we were given a, a chamber award for being a, um, the chamber um, a member uh, of the quarter, and it was uh, at the holiday luncheon today, and I have to tell you that as I was sitting there, and I was looking around, there's probably like 300 guests there, you know, business owners, the mayor, you know, politicians, everybody was there, and my eyes did fill with a little bit of tears. As you can tell, I'm very emotional. They had the, um, the local high school choir come in and sing, and I just thought, wow, you know, to have like my grandmother or something, you know, she passed away a long time ago, but to see, to see how this is giving back to the community, being acknowledged in the community, you know, that I've, um, that I lived in and live in, you know, I mean, what could be better? Honestly, um, it was just a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, and to have your peers, your peers, you know, stand there and applaud you as you're getting an award. It, a one, it really was a really, really wonderful luncheon today. Well, congratulations. Um, Well-deserved. Well-deserved. And I want to also comment very quickly on the emotion thing, Sherry, especially in the work that I do around passion, purpose, inspiration. What I know is that the more you have access to your array of emotions and you can you can use them well and wisely and with intelligence, the more fulfilled life that you have and oftentimes the more inspiring you are to others. So I applaud you for having access and using your emotions the way that you do. Well, thank you. And I do wear my emotions on my sleeve. So believe me, Elise, I mean, everybody knows, you know, Sherry's going to, you want to know an answer, Sherry's going to give it to you. You know, it's, it's straightforward answer. Mm, it's great. And, and you know, it, it works for me. It definitely uh, works for me. Well, I, as, as I said before, I love that East Coast accent. I'm from Oregon. We don't have accents in Oregon. So I'm just going to live vicariously through you and everything that you're up to. All right. That sounds good to me, and I don't hear an accent with me, but okay. <laughs> I know, I know. We're going to go with it, though. Just trust me on this one, Sherry. Okay. Um, also, in our earlier conversation, you said something that just tickled me pink. I'm already pink, so I got pinker. So you said that when your daughter was born, you were back in the store 
you, as you say, throwing samples, juggling a lot. What I think you said a week later, and you said, "My wife is my life is not just about working and being a mom. I can do it all." Say, right. say more about that. Um, well, um, my my daughter was a surprise to me. Actually, um, I was told that I wouldn't be able to have any children, and um, lo and surprise, after ten years of marriage, I wound up becoming pregnant. Yay! Um, so my my daughter, you know, there I am with the store and everything. It was the busy time. It was October. Um, I was back in work a week after she was born. Baby in in arms, throwing samples down. You know, it uh, honestly, it was the greatest thing because she was raised in the store. She everybody asks about her all the time. You know, what is Mercer doing? How is she? Blah blah blah. It's it's the greatest thing. I think that's so wonderful. I love the dynamic element of that and this notion of just living fully into your life and embracing your life. I have a, a girlfriend, I'll just call her out. Her name is Debbie Glenn. She lives in Conroe, Texas, just north of, of Houston. Similar thing. She has an insurance agency and she was back in her insurance agency, baby in arm, a week out from having the child. And a couple of the other ones were in tow as she took care of her of her, of her clients. You know, it's amazing what we can do when we just lean into life. Absolutely. And, and I have to tell you a really cute story. When Marissa was little, because you're saying about, you know, Hanukkah, Christmas, she, um, she would, went through a stage where she would run up to every customer that would come in and she'd go, I'm Jewish and Catholic. And, and you know, the, the, to watch the expression on the person's face, you know, but, but that's, that's, that's our family and that who, that's who she is. So, you know, it was, it was actually very entertaining. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I'm so glad you came in and you agreed to come on the show, Sherry, and share your, share yourself oh. with us. Well, thank you. I'm having a lot of fun. I really am. I'm glad. It should be like that. Well, and to that end, one of the other things we talked about it was that you said that you don't plan to retire. Why not? Well, first of all, my daughter said, Mom, don't ever retire because I don't know what you would do with all your time. I am... Um, I, I, I don't want to retire. I honestly enjoy what I do, and I couldn't imagine, you know, going to the store every day. Like I said, this is my, my social life. This is my, my, my work. This is everything. You know, our whole week is planned, and I'm so excited because I have all my outfits picked out. If it's not something in Woodbridge, it's something at, from the Metuchen store. You know, there's chamber events. Um, we just keep going. And you could tell I probably I'm hyper. I don't get a lot of sleep either. Yeah, I got that. How much sleep do you get? Yeah, I'm probably averaging about five hours a night. Oh, I wish I could do that. Sure, I could get so much more done in a day. Okay, oh, well, me, my, I, laundry's, my laundry's done before I go into the stores. Oh, wow. Wow. That sounds really, really elegant to me and like almost vacation. But okay, now I will also tell you, as we said, I have no plans to retire either. And and it's my thinking is if I'm able to impact and improve lives and help people live with passion and work on a purpose, that's my way of life too. Why would I want to quit that? Someday I just one day stop doing that. (laughs) I'm off off duty, I I quit. I can't imagine that. And when customers come in and they say, like, you know, Sherry, I want to redo whatever room and, you know, fix the house up because I want to retire. My first question is, where are you going? Why are you going? Really? You're, you're going you're gonna to leave us around here? You know, I just, I, I don't know. To me, that's not, that's not what I see in my life. There's just so much that I want to do and so much that I want to, you know, to give to people. And, you know, 23 years running a car show, I can't imagine stopping that. Right. I got that. Now, I'm going to, speaking of that, I'm going to ask you, this is going to be really tough, Sherry, because I'm going to ask you to be really hypothetical here and very abstract. So if you weren't working, what do you suppose you would do with all that energy and zest? Mm, 
if I wasn't working? Uh, that's 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 a good question. I don't know. Probably driving my husband crazy. But I I do I do um, something that I started to do with the time that I do have. Um, I started to get back into my crafts more than ever and, and my art, and I actually started entering back into contests. Um, so I probably spend more time doing that. But, okay. But, you know, that's, that wouldn't take up all my time. No, um, no, see, I really can't even give you a good answer. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna- that focused just on working. Well, and I here's I want to celebrate that. Speaking of celebrating the holidays, let's celebrate that. I come from a family that are very successful entrepreneurs. They were farmers first and then restaurateurs. And work is a way of life. They're now both retired. They don't actually work. They're get they're much, much older these days. But work was a, an important way of life, not just something that you did to make a living. It's how you move right. through life. And so I see it that way too, which is why I want to make it more of a playground for people as as many as I can across the globe for as long as I live. You have a playground. I have a playground. It's a wonderful place to live. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and I, I admire anyone that is older when I'm seeing people, you know, in their 80s and, and late 80s that are still working. I, they are a role model for me. They really are because okay. I don't plan on stopping. Exactly. Well, let me tell you really quick before we catch our next break. Speaking of 80s, um, my my dear beloved boss who fired me when I was 19 years old because he thought I should have a better life and do something more with myself. He's now 82. I keep in touch with him. I He's been my dear friend for years. I go and see him each each year when I go through Portland, Oregon. He has just put on the market his newest invention. It's a traveling folding chair. It's called the Interlude. I'm so proud of him. I could bust um, I'm sharing the video with with people. It's just the, it's just the funnest little invention. It's ninety nine dollars, and it's just it's amazing. I'm so proud of him, and he's he's like I'm not working, Elise. I'm playing, but he's doing something he loves, and he's doing something useful and helpful to others. So. Right. I'm very proud of him. So, yes, um, for for the listeners that are thinking about retiring at 55, 65, why? Rethink it. Absolutely. All right, let's grab our last break here. I'm Elise Cortez, your host. We went on the air with Sherry Schwartz, co-owner of The Carpet Maven in Woodbridge in Machuchin, New Jersey, with her husband, Leon. Sherry is the author of Are You Love? She joins us today from Woodbridge, New Jersey. After the break, we're going to get into her book and the loves in her life. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now... Back to Working on Purpose. If you're just tuning in, my guest is Sherry Schwartz, co-owner of The Carpet Maven in Woodbridge and Machuchin, New Jersey, with her husband, Leon. Sherry is the author of Are You Love? I'm your host, Elise Cortez. So for this last segment here, given again that I like how you've 
threaded your life together here. It's the holidays. We're celebrating the holidays. We're celebrating life and work. The last part I want to talk about is your book that you've just recently written and released and the people in your life. So first, the book, it's called Are You Love? And the authors listed on Amazon are Bernie Schwartz, your dog, and you, Sherry Schwartz. So I love that. So first, who's Bernie and how did he come into your life? Um, Bernie is my uh, little adopted, little four-legged son that we adopted on February 24th, and he's the sweetest little guy, and the book, he had to be listed as the first person on, on the book because the book's about him, and it's his story of how he came from Texas to New Jersey. <laughs> and he didn't know he didn't know what love was um he was petrified to be held and you know everything his journey along the way what he had to learn um you know he he was a rescue and let me tell you something he brings joy to this family like we've we've never felt before and how was it that you that you arranged to adopt him from texas that's my um, state well it, it it wound up being we first adopted um, Mo back in October, and um, Mo was actually from uh, uh, where was Mo? Mo was from Georgia, and my daughter then was buying a house. She was moving out, and like that wasn't bad enough for an only child like myself, for my one and only to tell me she was moving out and buying a house. But when she said she was taking Mo, it was like you got to be kidding me. The tears just you know were 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 flowing like a river over here. And my it was actually my husband Leon's idea. He said, "I think you need a new baby in the house." And the new baby was a four-legged baby. And we contacted um, the the rescue place where we con where we got uh, Mo from, and they said to us, "We have a, a little baby." Maybe that's, you know, from Texas and, you know, he might be great with your family. And I said, but here's the thing. He has to be little. Mo is five pounds. And, and they said, oh, he's going to be great. And Bernie's like double the size of Mo, but they get along beautifully. Oh, my gosh. So well, Marissa, sorry, go ahead. Mar- Marissa, actually, every day we bring Bernie to Marissa's house so he can spend the day with Marissa and Bernie because Marissa works from home. And this way, you know, he's not alone. That is brilliant. Now, I think given everything we've talked about so far, what you're up to in life, I think it's amazing that you managed to birth this book this year, it sounds like. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, woman, that's all there is. I'm going to take some (laughs) of your energy and put it in my pocket and go. Um, Okay, so tell us a bit about the book and why you wrote it. So it's written from Bernie's vantage point. So... Um because because you know from from here this little boy that you know my four-legged boy when i say my little boy um i don't like using the word dog um you know we saw one picture of him we had no idea what he was going to be like but no matter what he was going to be like we were going to love him just the same and when they opened up the the doors on the van and we saw somebody howling and it was bernie and my first reaction was oh my god he's bigger than mo i mean you know it, 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 i'm used to little tiny ones and you know here then there's Bernie. He's, he's, he's bigger. He's a little gentle giant. He doesn't realize he's bigger and he just wants to be held and loved and cuddled. And I, I just thought his story, how they told us how he traveled from Texas to Jersey. And, you know, it was two days straight of him just howling the whole time. And he does talk. He doesn't like to be left alone. So we never leave him alone. That's brilliant. I love that he spends the whole day with Marissa and Mo. I think that's just what, a, what great parents you are. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so are there a couple lines at all from the book that you remember that are especially fond for you? 
Um, Yes, the fact that when they put him in my arms and I said I whispered to him and I didn't realize it actually was captured on, on, you know, on, on film. My husband actually was filming it. But I said, you never have to worry again. Your mommy has you and you'll be safe. Because, um, to, to, you know, he didn't know. He didn't know what it was like to have food when, he, when we first got him here and how he just, you know, he ate the food so fast and stuff to how he is now and how lovable and how he couldn't, you know, go up and down the stairs. So, you know, you saw such a transformation with him. Um, you know, I can't, I, I just, he's a doll. He really honestly is. And, and why the name Are You Love? Um, because he was so uncertain of us. And I don't think he really ever had human contact before, you know, from what they told us, you know, how they found him. And I think that now he knows what love is. He knows this family is just, you know, so in awe with him and he doesn't have to worry about a thing. He's Mm. spoiled. (laughs) I think it's a gift for each of you all the way around. I think that's just beautiful. I can't wait to read the book. Thank you. Well, it's an inspirational book. It really honestly is. It's, it's, a, it's a very uplifting, you know, inspirational book. And if anybody ever thought about, you know, uh, rescuing um, a puppy, a dog, you know, it, it's honestly, it's the way to go. I mean, they just seem like they appreciate you so much for what you do for them. You know, how, how, could, you, how could you not give them a great life? Mm, that's so great, Sherry. That's so great. And we'll definitely mention that when we're, we're talking about this episode, about the rescue Thank part you. of it. Yeah. So, so to that end, along those lines, when I having met you, and I'm so glad you came into my path, and I'm definitely looking you up when I come into your neck of the woods, and I'm coming to your store. But you, you're a you're a woman who lives life large and fully. You love your life, your work, and the many people you have in your life, and you seem to me to to have beautifully connected, enriching relationships with your husband, your daughter, your whole community. What's your secret to having such rich connections to so many? Uh, I think, I think it's, um, it's thinking about people, um, you know, listening to people and giving respect, um, you know, just always thinking of other people, you know, you, you don't, you don't need to be the person that, you know, needs to get the attention. Um, just, just doing for others. Um, I, I realized a different emotion this year. I have a, a wonderful installer who does a lot for us. And he had mentioned last year, I had brought a, a, a train into the Metuchen store and he said, Oh, my children would love one of those. And I told him, you know, where to get one. And he, 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 I guess time, you know, drifted by and he didn't. And this year I, I bought him a train set for his children. I never saw somebody so appreciative of something that I was in tears and I wrote him a letter and he was just so appreciative. So I think, you know, just realizing, be nice to one another. This is what it's all about. Yeah, and what I take from that is it's not that hard, right? I just don't think it's that hard, and I'm amazed. I I love, I have this saying that I like to sprinkle pixie dust through the universe as I walk, and one of my favorite things to do is just as I'm going anywhere is I look for someone that I could recognize and acknowledge for something, and invariably I'll find a a woman and and I'll say just something simple like, you are beautiful, and she's completely taken aback by that. And if she lights up, it's so easy, Sherry. It's just so easy. But clearly people don't do it very often or else she wouldn't be taken aback so much, right? You know what? They, they don't. And, and unfortunately, I, I think people, maybe they don't feel comfortable giving compliments. Um, it's funny you said that because at the uh, luncheon, um, the awards luncheon today, there was a, a waitress and she was very, very, very pretty. And she had her hair almost like in a bun. And while she was, you know, putting stuff, you know, my food and stuff in front of me, I, I said to her, I said, your hair is beautiful. And she said, oh, she said, it's only like, you know, in a ponytail thing. I said, no, it looks like a bun. It's gorgeous. 
the woman lit up and, and went on to details. And my husband goes, only you. You know, you, you always seem to, to talk and say things. Who wouldn't want a compliment? Exactly. Who wouldn't want to hear something nice? Exactly. Completely agree. And it's just so easy. Oh. And, okay, and well, I love your pixie dust con- comment. That is beautiful. I really like you. that. Thank you. That is really how I roll. And some people like it and some people don't, but I'm going with it. It's me. <laughs> well, speaking of Leon, um, what's your secret for being married for 34 years? Um, I think respect. I oh. think respect. Um, I, I really honestly do. 34 years of marriage, you know, you, you just, um, you wake up one day and you go, really? It's it's that long? I mean, it, I've had a crush on my husband since I was 12 years old. Um, I used to watch, he didn't know I was alive. I wish it was the other way, but, you know, um, I used to watch him walk by a tree in junior high and he was two years, uh, he is two years older than me. Didn't know I existed. He was out of college. I was in college. We met. I told him on the first date I had a crush on you since I was a little girl. And here we work together, married for 34 years this Sunday. Um, respect. Respect is, it's, it's all about the respect. You know, Sherry, that is probably the most succinct response to that question I've probably ever received. I've asked a few people in my time, and I think that you've really boiled it down to the, to the core. I, I, I don't think I can agree, disagree with you at all with that. Well, thank you. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, both of us, you know, you're working in a business, you know, you're mom and pop and, um, you know, you're both dealing with customers and, you know, fast paced, but you, you need to have the respect and, you know, think about the other one's feelings. Um, you know, there's, it's long hours sometimes it's six days a week. It's, it's no vacations, but you just, you go, we have, we, we click. That's the thing. We, we click. We really do. What was it about him, Sherry? Do you remember that why you had such a crush on him? Um, his confidence. He had conf- he, he, Well, he still has confidence. His confidence, his his moxie, his attitude. Where, uh, believe it or not, I was very shy and quiet. Um, he, he was just <laughs> he, 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 but not anymore. He 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 just he had that confidence, and there was something. There was just something that I was attracted to from you know from being a little girl. And um, honestly, he brought me out of my shell, and I, I I'm really happy he did. <laughs> What a beautiful partnership. What a beautiful partnership. Oh, I, I really uh, admire that. I was married for 16 years and uh, been divorced for two and a half. And so for me, it's always curious when I see couples who have been together like you and how did you do it? And I, I think that you're right. Respect is a really huge thing. So going forward, I'll, I'll work on that. Remember Sherry's words in my ears. But you know what I have to say too? My husband loves me for me. Um, you know, it's not superficial. I, I've been up and down with the weight chart, everything else. And my husband loves me for me. Uh, first year marriage, I gained 60 pounds. Didn't bother my husband. I I think most men, it, it might, it might bother. Um, now I have a nine, now I'm down 90 pounds. I'm smaller now than I was in junior high And, and, and my husband's okay with it, but you know what? He would be okay if I was 90 pounds heavier too. I like this part of my life. I'm healthy, but, but that's the thing. There's always been respect. It's never been, you know, you should do this, you should do that. We, we both respect each other. We, we truly love each other, you know, for who we are. I think that is just stunning, and that takes my breath away. I thank you for that. It just It's wonderful. I think everybody well, wants you. that, right? We all want to be seen for who we are. And so Absolutely. Two last short questions, if I can, since we're darn almost out of time already. It, it, since it's the holidays and we're talking about love and family, 
what would you like to leave, leave the listeners with on that? And then I'm going to ask you one more question after that about work. So maybe 30 seconds on this one. What, what would I like to leave your listeners with, you said, with the holidays? Yeah, with regard to the holidays and love. Uh, enjoy. Re- remember to tell everybody, you know, just, just something nice to everybody. You know, um, and I know it's a hyper time of the year, but, you know, just think. Just just calm down a little bit because, you know what, this is, this is a beautiful time of the year. This is what it's all about. We wait all year for this time of the year. Mm, that's a great perspective. We do wait all, all year for this, don't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, people are getting hyper in stores and honking and, you know, their car horns and everything else. Just just enjoy. Drive by. See the Christmas lights. You know, um, look, look at life through the kids' eyes right now, too. You know, you see the sand in the malls, everything else. Just just enjoy. Take it all in. Uh, really quick. Um, I, I remember years ago when I, when I, she's 15 now, my daughter, and when she was like, two or three, I took her to see Santa in the mall and she actually ran up past the line of all the people waiting in line to get a photograph and ran up and put, put her arms around him and said, Santa. And I thought there was going to be a revolt, but everybody <sighs> laughed because they were like, they saw her, they saw the whole experience through her eyes, not through theirs. Absolutely. And that was the magic in it. So wonderful, wonderful point. Last question then, since you know, this show is all about helping people across the globe more meaningfully and productively connect with their work. What would you like to leave the listeners with on that topic? Um, if you have an opportunity to do something that you enjoy for a living, do it. Um, because if you have 30 or 40 years or, you know, how many years it is to do something, it's a long time to get up every day and not be happy. You deserve to be happy. I think everybody deserves to be happy. Find things that make you happy and just keep that positive attitude going. Great way to finish the show, Sherry. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your beautiful soul and person with us. It has been wonderful to have you here with this show airing on Christmas. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I enjoyed this very, very much. Me too. If you want to learn more about Sherry, her book, or her work at Carpet Maven, visit her at carpetmaven.com. That's carpetmaven, M-A-V-E-N.com. Next week, we'll be on the air with Brandy Neese. She's an emerging speaker entering a new chapter of her life, now on a path to help and encourage struggling individuals. At the age of 18, she experienced a horrific and traumatic life-altering event. She spent the next 20 years facing her fears, overcoming personal obstacles, and improving her self-image as a result. She's now using her passion and experiences to help facilitate healing and to empower others to overcome their own fears, shame, doubt, and daily trials. See you there. Remember that work is at least one-third of our life, so let's work on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this week's program. Be sure to tune in to Working on Purpose, featuring your host, Elise Cortez, each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, find your life's purpose at work.